Boogie Monster with Kyle Kinane and Dave Stone. Contact the best authorities. Check on anything that seems to be extraordinary, no matter what it is. When you see something that's frightening, it looms large in the consciousness. It is the middle ground between light and shadow, between science and superstition. The Boogie Monster, podcasting the unknown. Bang! Regular stuff. Regular stuff. We're talking about regular stuff. Oh yeah. What's up, dude? Uh, no. You feeling good? It's Monday. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired. I partied it up. Really? Over the weekend in Palm Springs. Ooh, hot. I bet. Yeah. Is it cool? Hundred eight. Hundred eight. No, it's not cool. It was hundred eight when we rolled in on wow. Friday. You would think September would start to. It was weird though. They had a pool like like at night like. Still like, how was getting the pool? It's 80 degrees out at night. In the pool. Oh, you feel bad. It's like, oh, a little chilly. Yeah. It's a little chilly out here right now. <laughs> it's only 90. Yeah, it's the kind of place you got to pull your windshield wipers off your windows so they don't melt. Have you noticed the humidity lately? Yeah. Like, humidity and mosquitoes. We live in insane. Florida now. This is, this is just Florida now. Is that climate change or is that just a coincidence? Because when I moved yeah, out here, it's I'm. All, it's all going to hell. I obviously, you know, I grew up in Georgia and humidity is huge there. Like yeah. literally you step out of the shower and you start sweating oh, in yeah. the summer. I would never I would never dry off. Yeah. In Chicago. And then when I moved out here, it was like, oh, it's hot, but it's not humid. So like summertime in the past, you walk around, it's ninety five degrees, but eh, it's not that bad. I know that's like an easy argument. Like it's not the heat, it's the humidity. Mm-hmm. But it is, yeah. But yeah, I was just dripping. Just just swampy. A drippy ass from the day I wake up. The is day it, I wake up, the minute I wake up. Was it humid out in Palm Springs, or is it just hot? It's too hot to be humid. Yeah. That's desert. That's pure, pure desert. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're at a we're at a double bachelor party. Okay. For a couple fellas getting hitched. Oh, right on. Rachel, Rachel's friends, so I went out to two cans. Okay. Shout out to two cans in Palm Springs. I love a I love a, a gay dive bar. Okay, this is a gay dive bar. Like when it's just yeah, it's just like a banged up dance club yeah that's like all right yeah you know i don't know if i've been to a gay dive bar i've been to a gay bar before oh, buddy. well there's gay bar but there's like just like dive bars which is, i just like a dive bar i should mm-hmm. say i should say that first i yeah. just like a dive bar mm-hmm. regardless of uh uh de- denomination mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's gold coast here did i talk about that before on santa monica is that oh. the one where you got hit on yeah where the guy grabbed your best yeah yeah like, that plays a real shithole Ooh. Which that's and you know what it was because it was a dance club and I was there with Rachel, but it's like oh it's not like a broy. Mm-hmm. Give me a gay dance club any night of the week versus like a club where it's men hitting on women and it's just that Ooh. like just jacked up testosterone like that. When it's just uh, dudes going, I'm like yeah awesome yeah. And late and it was, it was that something for everybody that go go boy dancing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then a go-go lady dancing. Oh, wow, that's funny. They, yeah, just a fella shaking his buns up there. <laughs> Get it, dude. In pretty good shape, but yeah. not like like, but like Palm Springs dive bar okay. shape. Like, good for you, huh? So and, he's he's gay fat then? No, not gay. If fat, he's but in pretty there, good, but there shape. was just enough of a, like a. Okay. All right, you you go to the gym, but uh-huh. you're gonna yeah, you're gonna drink some shots. You eat carbs, yeah, yeah. But Rachel's life is like, oh, he's just in regular underpants. I'm like, yeah, it's accessible. It's hot. <laughs> She just had a, like some pain. I like if you ever see a stripper and they're like in pink lingerie, like that mm-hmm. looks dumb. Like I, if you if if you feel good wearing it, then wear it. But I like that just looks silly. Hmm. But if like this guy, yeah, she's like I don't want to see the odor eater patch. 
right in his grundle. <laughs> like it mean like it's a guy that got off his nine to five. Maybe he doesn't even work here. Maybe he's like, I just wanna wanna strip oh. down to my is my that, Under Armour. Is that a thing? Make a few bucks. Putting a odor eater patch down there? I think it was just part like a panel of the underpants. Oh, it was God. a different color. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I never, never I thought about this that. Guy may, this guy may have just sold more underpants than he knows up there. <laughs> oh, and man. then Rachel's dancing. She dances like, uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Hmm. It's a whole thing. Really? It's mystifying. Is it good? Or is she like Elaine in Seinfeld? I'm going to be uh, delicate. Uh-huh. The little kicks. With my answer. Okay. I think it's I think it's magnificent, but it's definitely the dance like nobody's watching. Okay, she is a prancing lady in the world of the blind out huh. on the dance floor, and she had some poor gal. I don't know if she I don't know if this gal didn't realize it wasn't a gay bar, or something, but she was just twerking all over the place, just trying her best. To some just, other gal, this, this other gal, okay. yeah, just twerking on this, twerking on that, over here, up on that thing, and just everybody's like, "Honey, you need another move." You got one move, uh-huh. you're good enough at it. Uh-huh. But then Rachel's out there. She had like a, a rainbow silk moo-moo thing and was just twer- – and dudes were just astonished. Like guys just had to stop and look. And because it's a gay bar, I feel like, oh, good, it's not like creeps, mm-hmm. but just gay guys going, what are you? And one of them just had to grab her and twirl her on the dance floor. I'm like, I get it, buddy. Huh. You want to be a part of that energy. Wow. Yeah, she's magnificent. Way to go. Good yeah. for her. I was just boogieing. I had an outfit on, so I was having a good time. Now, this particular gay bar, now, see, I, I, I'm ashamed to say I don't know enough about gay culture. I need to educate myself. All right. I need to stick, stick my toes in those waters. I need to get my dick in one yeah. of them butts. Um, now, is this like like your average gay Well, this isn't your average gay bar. This is a gay dive bar. But was there all types of gays there, or is it like a niche gay? No, you know, okay, and again, both speaking from pretty limited knowledge, but like you go to West Hollywood or something here like the Abbey, and it's... It's like in shape, well to do. Uh huh. It seems like well to do gays. Okay. You know. It seems like more of that, and this was just like, it's hot out. We're sweaty. Some of us are in shape, but other of us aren't. Okay. It's also a, a tiki bar. Uh huh. It's a tiki gay bar dance club. Okay. And it was more of just like a fuck it. Let's get out here and have a good time. Huh. It was, there wasn't so much just like a nightclub for anybody. Like, you've been to a club, and it's like, everybody's dressed up, and there's like just shitty energy. Yeah. Shitty energy of, like, bros or who's better than who. That's my don't, nightmare. Don't elbow me. and don't, like, like, just a shitty attitude in a nightclub. I don't like nightclubs at all. Gay oh. or straight, because it's just shitty, arrogant nightclub people. And this is more like, I'm trying to think of where you'd go, it'd just be like a stinky smelly dance party where okay. it's like everybody's here to have fun uh-huh. first and foremost okay if if some hooking up happens more power to you uh-huh. but everybody in here is looking to just have a good time and that's just the kind of bar i like regardless of who's going there like because when i was in atlanta atlanta's got a huge gay population and uh inevitably i would do comedy shows mm-hmm. there's about three or four comedy shows i would do on the regular that were like right next door or across the street bulldogs for, for bulldogs was one uh, the Eagle was another. But it, it seemed, from my limited knowledge, from my point of view, it seemed like those were all kind of like niche gay clubs. Like Bulldogs had its certain clientele. Uh, I think the Eagle was, what What do you call that, like a leather daddy bar? Or... The Eagle's a chain. Yeah, it's a chain. They got one out here. Yeah, because uh, I saw it. I'm like, oh, it's like, it's like a punk rock. But, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right around. I got a jacket like that guy. He's not wearing pants. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, so that, that's interesting. 
Uh, speaking of like regular clubs, though, I'm I'm proud to say I don't think I've ever just been to a club. I don't. I've been to them, um, like in Chicago. Mm-hmm. A couple, like I had a big group of friends and some of the gals. I was like, we want to go to nightclub, and I'm like, all right, we'll go with you. And it was just, I. That's too I mean, expensive, too no. loud. Can't like, and I'm sure somebody could have that same attitude towards going to like. Uh, Going to see the bands, I would see it like, oh, yeah. this place is disgusting. Yeah. It smells. Everything's filthy. I'm like, I could see that not appealing to certain people, too. But, but that's what I did in my 20s. Yeah. I would go see bands. And at least yeah. that, there was an event. There was a thing. There was an objective mm-hmm. as opposed to let's just go pay $14 for a drink and, and hit on gals. And that just sounds terrible. Yeah, it was never my thing. It sounds terrible. I, uh, You know Tenant of the Trees? You know that bar in Silver Lake? Oh, yeah, they got some uh, real creepy rape vibes over yeah, there. Yeah, I've like, heard like, stories. Like, legit, like, people getting roofied and yes. stuff over there. And I've never been in there, but uh, I live adjacent to that. Well, I guess I should tell where I live, but whatever. You don't know <laughs> oh, the, that is right. I, that's, uh, yeah, right around the corner. Yeah, I like, know, I know you, you could throw a baseball from my yeah, balcony and okay, hit that. Right. And uh, a lot of times we'll leave this, we get the screen door, so we'll leave that open at night and just... Till two or three in the morning, especially like mm-hmm. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just you just hear the noise, you hear the music, you hear the people ho- hollering, yeah. and that just sounds like that's my nightmare. Like if let's say I got a DUI and the judge was like, "You can spend thirty days in jail, or you can spend six hours Friday night at that." <laughs> club. I'm like, "Send me to jail." I got it. I yeah. like no. I like the food. Can't do it. I feel like it's, that place seemed like got real coked, coked mm-hmm. up vibe. Ugh. Nightclubs, baby. No Not our scene. So what else did you do out there? Man, just swam. Yeah. Just stay in a hotel, swam, Airbnb. No, Airbnb. Cool. Bunch of people just swam. Friday night, swam. Nice. Ate food. Yeah. Saturday, swam. Danced. Whooped cool. it up down at two cans. <laughs> right on, man. That was it, man. Palm Springs. You know, it's a, it's a nice, silly place to go to. You've been yeah. There. Yeah. Oh, I like Palm Springs. What'd oh, you do this I like week, that whole yeah. area. I uh, went to a 78-year-old man's birthday party. All right. Was that it was... a surprise party? <laughs> no, I, it was kind of a last-minute thing. Uh, Katie's dad had a birthday on Wednesday Yeah, and uh, made him a big old pot of chili. All right. Made uh, chili for about 30 people. And, uh, something you can gum down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for old people. <laughs> yeah. Push this right past your dentures. You'll but, be fine. Um, yeah, just hung out with you know a lot of extended fa- her extended family and um, yeah, not not a whole seventy eight year old birthday party not as as popping off as, uh, as you yeah. might, might hope for. Not a lot but, of hard uh, drugs, a uh, lot of booze though, a lot of, lot of old people drinking. Yeah, so that was that was fun. It's fun to watch these these old timers get into it. Were they getting drunk or were they uh, just kind of like my like it doesn't even process anymore? I think I think there was a couple guys that uh had to hand over their keys, so <laughs> but uh yeah, it was fun. I'm gonna put this golf cart in a ditch. And like Katie, she her favorite thing, she loves to entertain. She loves to um she she's like I said last oh, yeah. week, she's a huge gift giver. So uh when somebody's birthday comes around and there's a party, she went out and bought like she she bought all the booze and stuff. She must have bought twenty different bottles of liquor. Like she set up this whole spread, this whole bar, mixers, liquor, beer, wine, and like it, all fellas. these folks just showed up. Like, and I don't think they were really expecting, you know, that. So you could just see the looks on these folks' faces. Like, oh, 
Oh, all, all that? Oh, oh, that's all up for grabs? Oh, well, okay. Just digging into the ice and getting mixers. and It was fun to watch, but uh, yeah, it was a good yeah. time. It's a good time. I, I think I told you this off air, but uh, her dad's a, he's an interesting fella. He's a, he's a nice dude, mm-hmm. but he's uh, you know he's seventy eight yeah. and uh, he's lived a long life and he's very he's kind of boisterous and he's just I don't give a shit what anybody thinks. I've accomplished some things and now I'm old, so piss off. But uh, it can be fun or terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so far, it's been fun. All right, but uh, he went to high school with a couple of the Beach Boys. I thought that was neat. He went to Anaheim <laughs> High School way back in the day, and uh, he knew. Uh, he knew some of those dudes. He was telling me all these stories about drag racing and like all those songs and all that culture. Like he lived it. You know, it was just cars and surfing. He and was just Orange County from from the get go. From the get go, old school Orange County dude, American so. graffiti style. Yeah, yeah, and he uh, he restores old cars too. He's got a 1950 Ford yeah. that he's restoring right now, and he's got like a '63 Corvette. So uh, he oh, just, all right. just sits in his garage and tinkers with he's stuff. Full Southern California. Yeah, yeah, he's leaning into it. So. Johnny in and out Burger, <laughs> cruising in on a longboard. But yeah, so did that. That was fun. Um, had a celebrity sighting the other day. All right. All right. I um, it's, I'm not gonna say this is the first time I've been uh, kind of uh, what do you call it starstruck. Um, I'm sure I've oh, been starstruck oh. before. What did you, you but, see uh, the Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> what did you see? See, the, let me see who makes Dave starstruck. I saw the real Bob's big boy. Um, <laughs> I saw Paul Giamatti at uh, really? Amoeba, and uh, I didn't do. It. Have you ever done this? By the way, I've never done this. But I was. He was like standing right next to me. He was looking at jazz records, but I so badly wanted to just be like huge fan. Hey man, yeah. and I know he probably wouldn't have minded, but I just feel like celebrities at that level just yeah, just leave me alone. Thank you, but just I'm about to breeze through. Hey, yeah. big fan. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even. Everybody do that. likes being appreciated. Yeah, especially when they know it's like, oh, this is a limited engagement. Somebody just coming through. Yeah, yeah, but that was cool. Like he's always been one of my favorites. He seems like everybody he plays is down and out. Yeah, you hope he's happy as an individual. <laughs> I love American Splendor. That's such a good one where he plays Harvey. Well, I haven't Pinkard. seen that one in a while. Have you seen James Adomian's impression yeah. of him? Oh my God, it's so funny. Well, Don't be in doing anything. He's talking about, ah, my body looks like spoiled pancake batter. <laughs> I can't do it justice. But, uh, so that was exciting. It's always nice. You know, you see celebrities around here, but like most of most celebrities I don't give a shit about. But there's a select few who are like, man, I really appreciate what that person does. I'm excited about this Keanu Reeves renaissance. Yeah. I'm excited for Bill and Ted's 3. Right. Yes. Uh, I just like that he's out there. Yeah. It's like that Keanu's still doing He's kind of was Keanu. Uh-huh. Then it was a joke because people like Keanu's a bad actor. Yeah. And he's like, why are we mad at Keanu? He's nothing <laughs> but a nice guy all the time. I hear he is a nice dude. Because when Matrix came out, it took me forever to see the Matrix, but uh-huh. he's like, it actually works. Uh-huh. Like, he, he's supposed to be kind of like a brain-dead human yeah. that eventually, yeah, it's actually pretty good. That movie gave me a headache. I, I I saw it way after the fact. Yeah, some of those movies give me a headache. Where it's just like it's too Lock many going on, too many lights and lasers. I'll tell you know what I saw two movies in the last week. I saw that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I saw that, and I was just like, I, "What's going on?" I liked it. It was fine, mm-hmm. but it was just like a yeah, all right, yeah, okay, Tarantino, sure. I thought Brad Pitt was amazing. I really liked his character. Oh, yeah, he's good at his job. Mm-hmm. They're both everybody in there's good at their job, but it's just like a, and then this happened. What? Then this is happening. And then I watched the Beach Bum with Matthew McConaughey, and holy shit, Beach Bum! It like came out this year. Wow! And he's just playing himself. Really? Much. I don't. 
I'm in no position to critique a film. <laughs> but I know when I watch something, I'm like, this This makes no sense as uh-huh. far as, like, a movie usually tells a story uh-huh. in a somewhat linear fashion. Or yeah. if it's not linear, it makes sense through flashbacks uh-huh. or this or that. Or there's an arc. There's an act one, act two, act three. You know, act one, everything's fine. Act two, everything goes to shit at the end of act three. There's a resolution. Mm-hmm. And this was just Matthew McConaughey. Just skipping and fucking his way through two hours of a film. It's a long Lincoln commercial. Uh, oh goddamn! Rachel killed me the other night. I was trying to. I was talking about some. I, I was trying to reference. I was like, let's watch Lincoln. Uh huh. Because we're like, let's watch a movie that's gonna be like, let's sit down and watch a good movie. Mm-hmm. Like, let's watch Lincoln. She's like, what? What's that about? I'm like Lincoln. <laughs> what's that about? She's like, oh, she have that guy that's like real cool but kind of retarded. I'm like, what? She's like, you know the all right, all right, all right guy. I'm like, it's Matthew McConaughey. She's like, yeah, he's in Lincoln. I'm like, he's in a Lincoln commercial. She's like, oh, that's what I meant. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about right now? She's an intelligent woman. But that one, I was caught off guard. Dude, how weird is this? You know what she might have been thinking of? What? Is the Matthew McConaughey movie that I watched this week called Lincoln Lawyer. That somehow got thrown in the mix. Yeah. I could see how she might get confused. No, I threw, but but she, I was like, "What's it, Lincoln? It's about Lincoln. It's that guy that's kind of, kind of, kind of." She didn't say. I would say she said. She's like, "He's kind of stupid, but he's like real cool." She like, works in show business and doesn't know who Matthew McConaughey is. She just, to her credit, she didn't get caught up in a lot of stuff. Yeah. She's a comedy fan. She works with comedy. Yeah, but as far as all the other big timer stuff. Just the, the the back and forth we had to have about the film Lincoln and trying to remember Daniel Day-Lewis's name. Did you watch the movie? No. No. And by the time we got through <laughs> sorting out our issues, we're like, I, we just, we just been watching Love Island. What's that? Man, if you, you were watching 90 Day Fiance, yeah. you want some fucking <laughs> hot turd in a garbage can in the sun all summer? Uh. Love Island. It's Gross. in the United Kingdom. We have to have subtitles. On I'm already out. I'm no, already out. Nobody knows what they're saying. I'm xenophobic when it comes to television. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it phobic. Um, anyway, so we didn't watch Lincoln. Yeah, but I watched a Matthew McConaughey movie of my own volition. Just uh-huh. I was like, well, let's see, let's see this crazy movie. That's weird because Katie and I were on a Matthew McConaughey kick this week too. We watched. I like him. Lincoln Lawyer. Um, eh. Lincoln Lawyer came out a couple of years ago, I guess 2011 maybe. And it's courtroom dramas, man. It's uh, he's a, he's an LA attorney, and yeah. uh, the thing is, is the, he a hot shot that gets his comeuppance. Not really. The thing, the Does thing he grow about a heart? the the thing about that movie is, uh, hence the title. He operates Abraham Lincoln. He operates out of he just drives around this Lincoln, this old Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Continental, Continental or something like a '80s model Lincoln. He has a driver. Uh, and this guy drives him around. But wait, so Rachel is actually correct about he just drives around in a Lincoln the whole time. Yeah, yeah. But they never acknowledge why. Like you think that's not the main plot of the movie, even though that's the title of the movie, Lincoln Lawyer. I'm texting her right now to apologize. And but they never like reveal why he's operating his his law firm out of this car. Like he's always. He's always taking meetings in the car or meetings at a bar. You never see his office. And that again, that's not what the movie is about. 
But Lincoln Meetings Lawyer. very close. <laughs> Meetings very far. <laughs> but I, I figured out the thing about that movie. It was entertaining, but it's, I don't think anybody would accuse it of being a good movie. But it had that 90s quality. Remember in the 90s, they made just these action dramas that were nowhere near Oscar contenders, but not necessarily B-movies, but just... I'm trying to think of some. There was just a whole string of these type of movies in the 90s. Like with big stars? Yeah, like The Rainmaker with uh, Matt Damon and Danny DeVito and um, The Client yeah. with Susan Sarandon and Tommy Lee Jones. There was just all these like video store movies. Courtroom. Courtroom, murders, was there, whatever. Is there action in it? There's some action. There's a, there was a little action There's some in romance. Yeah, yeah. just kind of touches all the bases. And this felt like it was made oh, okay. in the 90s. You know, but it was, it's a modern day movie, but it was okay. And then uh, to to finish off the McConaughey kick, uh, right now we're midway through uh, rewatching season one of True Detective. Oh boy, I might, might have to go back. You watch New Mind Hunter? Love it. Uh, no, have not seen that yet. I didn't finish season one. I don't know if it's good or not. I watch really? it. I like watching it, but I don't know if it's good. It's a lot of a lot of talking. Hmm. You've Got to like a lot of dudes talking. Yeah, a lot of chit chat. Okay. But, is it based loosely based on real serial killers? Completely based on okay. like the people that get to play the serial killers. They'll show them side by side if you look up online okay. how closely they cast uh, the actual serial killers and how they behave. <laughs> it's all based on how they developed a program for trying to catch serial killers. These okay. two dudes interviewing, you know, Manson and all these people mm-hmm. trying to get inside, trying to hunt their minds. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just got to say, in the beach bum, for some reason, just out of nowhere, Martin Lawrence shows up as a <laughs> as a boat captain. What? It's nothing served the plot at all. A boat captain. <laughs> just by the way, one of Matthew McConaughey's friends is Martin Lawrence, <laughs> and he's a boat captain. Oh man, it's not good. Have you seen? Mud? But it's entertaining. Yeah, I like Mud. All right, Mud was pretty good. Just. Oh. I watched it on an airplane. I like every movie I watch on yeah. an airplane, though. Beach Bum. I got to see that. You don't have to, but it's out there. Speaking of movies, let's, let's continue with this real quick. Um, I've been trying to make an effort to, which. about once a week, to watch like a, a classic movie or like something that won an Oscar years ago. Just these big, yeah. you know, that would be on the top 100 list or whatever, that movies that I've not yeah. seen. I watch Midnight Cowboy. Uh-huh. You ever seen Midnight Cowboy? I have seen that one. Saw that one a while ago. What? Okay. So John Voight's just this Forrest Gump with a big dick, I guess. <laughs> hey, I'm just a fucking Texas hayseed. I'm going to go to New York and fuck rich ladies. Uh, I'm going to love them for a little bit. I mean, what a fucking putz that character was. There, it, I that tr- won an Oscar. I try to acknowledge that, like, all right, we're, we're at, obviously anybody who's alive right now is at the, where the most movies have been made up to this point. Mm-hmm. So you just have hindsight to look back yeah. at the cinematic universe, like how long movies ex- have existed. And I know like that, like the 70s was this heyday of going from these big budget pictures to where everybody went rogue and were like the bad boys of Hollywood doing all this, you know, raging bull and all this mm-hmm. stuff. But if you watch those now, they are boring as shit. Yeah, a lot they, of them are. And I don't know if that was in retaliation or in reaction, like how, like how big movies were through the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and kind of insincere, over-the-top things. So they, the 70s was, it like went to this gritty realism. Mm-hmm. But the gritty realism, I know, I, I, shit, I just watched or was trying to watch something like, along the same lines of like, 
Taxi Driver uh, bores me. Taxi Driver sucks. I want to like yeah, it. I, I like De Niro. I like Scorsese, I, but it, it's so I know, slow. It's, it's a, I know, and we're now victims of everything being like action, action, action. Mm-hmm. God damn! What, what, I ooh, I'm pissed that I can't remember what we were watching. But just the idea that the credits would be at the beginning of the movie mm-hmm. that nobody even has the patience for that now. Yeah. Like when's the last movie? So like, oh, we're gonna play all the credits. Mm-hmm. God damn it! What movie did we watch? Just watch. It was in that that era, that 70s. Yeah, it was like, we're like, let's watch. We had a... Uh, What's the I'll, one with the I'll motorcycle, remember. Peter Fonda and Dennis Hopper? I oh, saw that yeah, one. If, if Easy Rider. Yeah. I thought the same uh, thing. That one kind of bored me. It was kind, But again, are we so conditioned mm-hmm. by new movies where right away, here's yeah. the plot, here's this? At the time, I could see where I would have probably thought different, you know, if I saw that when it came out. I'm asking Rachel, did we... Midnight Cowboy was so just, it wasn't bad, but just no bad. Oh, and like they kept alluding to his backstory. I don't know if you remember, but they kept having these real quick little flashbacks that maybe he was part of a gang rape and maybe he himself got raped. We don't know. And like just this weird undertone, this dark undertone. Yeah. But then he moved to New York City, and then he just meets Dustin Hoffman just on the street, who's this like disabled con man. Yeah. And now we're going to live together, and we're both going to be down on our luck together. And just okay, yeah. It, I just, again, I think it's just I think if if we were alive and it only been conditioned by Beach Blank and Bingo shit through the '60s, yeah. and then that stuff came out, we'd be like, Whoa. yeah. That's true. What is this? Yeah. You know, that would have turned us on our... And now, it's... We're comparing it to what we're used to. Ugh. Now she thinks I was shit-talking her. Now I've got to say, no, we're talking <laughs> about movies. Send me an angry emoji. Ugh. It wasn't shit-tied. That was very funny, but it was a fun exchange of our thoughts. Yeah. So, Beach Bum. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that one. Oh, I saw another good movie. I saw a bunch of movies this week. Um... Uh, good little. Uh, this is the movie monster. Good little, with Kyle and Dave. Good little indie movie with Mark Marin called The Sword of Trust. Just yeah. came out. Uh, our buddy uh, Whit Thomas is in that. Whitmer is it? Yeah, he's got a small role. He's got got a few lines. And uh, oh, that's what we watched. Yeah, it's a solid little indie movie. Uh, Mark Marin's a pawn store, pawn shop owner in Alabama, and somebody tries to pawn like this uh, Civil War relic, and and there's, mm. they try to sell it, and there's a little. Scheme involved, fun little movie. Yeah, I definitely see. I like Marin as an actor. Nervous Jew being a pawn store mm-hmm. owner in Alabama. Yeah, well, and that was kind of his character too. <laughs> oh, like he's okay. fish out of water, oh, okay. and he's just like, I'm, <laughs> I was like he's like he I'm, must be an amazing actor. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't playing like a southern guy. But uh, uh, I like oh. Marin as an actor. I tell you, I liked his show. I, I thought Marin that that uh, IFC show was solid. I didn't see much of that. I liked him on Glow. Uh, yeah, Glow was good. Um, we watched a movie called Being There. Which I've been told I got to see. It's a Peter Sellers movie. He's basically a gardener for a millionaire. He's like never left the house. This is the movie you're talking about. Yeah, okay. the old movie in the seventies, which is like, yeah, some again people heralded as like this. Oh God, like this is like the ultimate in true comedy. And I was just mostly bored through it. Hmm. He's like so they so they he's sent out on his own. He's basically. He's a gardener for a millionaire. A millionaire dies, and they're like, you have to leave the house now. And he just walks out and then stumbles into a life where, because he doesn't say a lot, everybody thinks he's this genius, uh, and then gets brought into the home of a rich financier. Hmm. And then 
winds up advising the president. And it's basically just like, it's Rain Man. Mm-hmm. But also the guy's a sociopath. Like, he's got no, like, he's clearly autistic mm-hmm. before they could tell what autism yeah. was. Guy has no human reaction, save for a couple brief glimpses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was just like, all right, I know this is a classic, but as as me, as a 42-year-old who watches movies that I like and not haven't studied film and to mm-hmm. know nuance and, yeah. oh, look at lighting and direction and all this, I just kind of like, all right, same thing. It was like the 70s, and it felt like I clicked on the t- on the bar, on the, the time bar, mm-hmm. and I was like, there's no fucking way we've only been watching this for an hour because I felt like this movie was nine hours long. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I, maybe we're spoiled by... Yeah. On my fast and fury eye. <laughs> Who knows? Oh, what, are, what are we talking about today, Dave? <clears throat> well, Stay on topic. Before we get into love the topic. Shit. Before we get into the topic, I got a nice little nugget to report. Um, nugget reporting. We had a ghost sighting in our home last week. All right. What you got? Katie saw a ghost. Let's get on topic. I didn't a ghost see it. Sighting. I didn't see it. She saw it. I was in the room. Uh, we were just... I don't know. She's standing in the kitchen. I was standing up messing with the remote, and she just out of nowhere went, "Did you see that?" And it's like, "What?" And she's she's facing like our living room. She's in the kitchen, looking at our living room, uh, yeah. and in the back of it is our balcony. We yeah. had the sliding glass door, and uh, apparently, and Katie's not one for to bullshit. She saw a. I know it sounds so cliche. Seventies guy. <laughs> I know it sounds so cliche. She saw a lady in a white dress yeah. walk across our balcony and. Onto the next guy of the neighbor's balcony, just saw clear as day, and she wasn't. She doesn't drink, and she wasn't high at the time, and, <laughs> and just clear as day said, uh, "Holy shit! I just saw a lady in a white dress walk across our balcony, and there's no way to get up on our balcony. It, it's elevated. It wasn't like a guy in seventies clothes before. Yes, uh, a few years ago, she saw like a teenage boy." Uh, with blonde hair, like shaggy '70s blonde hair mm-hmm. and '70s clothing, sitting just on, our, on one of our chairs. Yeah, like she came into the room. It's before I moved in. She came into the room and just screamed, and there was there was like a teenager sitting on her chair. Oh boy! And does she what? What did she like? Did she freak out, or is she kind of like, well, there's one. She it startled her, but like she's obviously experienced this before. That's mm-hmm. at least the second ghost she's seen there. I think maybe she's had a couple other weird experiences. But uh, I mentioned this before, but to the uh, to our left is a nursing home that yeah. that about once a day you see a ambulance casually of, roll out of there. A lot of vacancy. Yeah, ambulance not in a hurry rolling out. Not a good sign for a nursing home. I got a high turnover. Yeah, and to our right is a hospice center. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a hospice. A lot of side. death on both sides of us, and uh, I don't know if that's related or what, but. That's at least the second ghost sighting, and I believe her that, that she's seen home, that. hospice, and coked up nightclub. Yeah, what a triangle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, there you go. Another ghost sighting in our spot there. So yeah, who knows? Who knows what's going on there? All right, all right. Yeah. Still some <clears throat> some whimsy in the world. Yeah, man. Oh, and before we get into the topic, I wanted to just play this real quick. Uh, 
Somebody sent me this. I don't know if this is. The I right. saw some suggest. I think it was on the Facebook page that we should go to the Halloween Horror Nights. What's that? The the haunted house at Universal Studios. Oh, I went last year. It's fucking great. I've been wanting to go to some haunted houses like it's that. It's great. Yeah, I need to do that. And Tegan's Tegan's already got a crew for Halloween. Oh shit! What's this? Oh, that's just a commercial. It's just a yeah, yeah. Don't worry about a that. Haunted truck commercial. <laughs> Uh, this is stupid, but I just wanted to, in case anybody didn't uh, didn't catch this when it came out. Video will play it's after the burrito. This guy with Chicago accent oh, yeah, yeah. saved the coyote pup. Yeah, yeah. Sebastian Maniscalco caught in the field. <laughs> you gotta go to a rehab facility or something. Listen to me. Hey, you probably got mange. Maybe you got, you got rabies. I should have brought my goddamn gloves. <laughs> anyway, that's brought my just goddamn a little, gloves. little snippet. Do uh, you oh, think yeah, that guy's legit yeah. or is that a dude playing a character? Um, that is such a silly you accent. You know what? Given that there's no harm in either way, yeah, who cares? just let it be. <laughs> let it be. You know, I'm gonna look at it just like I would look at when you get excited about a blurry Bigfoot picture. Like, <laughs> did, did, did it make your day happier? Yeah. Well, let's let it. There you go. Nobody's cashing in on it. Mm-hmm. Oh man! All right, let's get into it. Uh, here's mm-hmm. a topic I've been wanting to explore for a while, and finally got around to doing it. Um, when's the last time you've been out to Malibu? You ever spend any time out? When in Malibu? is the last time I've been to Malibu? I was not. Uh, I was kind of there. Uh, Month and a half ago, mm-hmm. I was shooting that off with their heads music video. Oh, right. Around the water oh, there. was that in Malibu? And we're going to go there. The wedding for the fellas that were having a bachelor party, they're having oh. a wedding in Malibu, so I'm excited to go. Spend the- a couple days over at the beach. Yeah. For those who don't know uh, the area, Malibu is obviously uh, on, on the ocean, uh, extreme west coast of Los Angeles. Um, the extreme west coast of Los Angeles. <laughs> the extreme western part of L.A. So, it's like the furthest you could go without getting wet. It's like pretty out there. It's, coast. Uh, it's called coast, Dave. Just, just north of Santa Monica. And it's where, like, it's a pretty affluent area. A lot of, a lot of rich folks, a lot of actors, uh, celebrities live out there. But uh, I've been beach, out there a few times. Beachfront property. It, and it is pretty. Uh, but get this, man. All right. Uh, there is speculation, and did you get those pictures I just emailed you? I did. There is speculation that there is open them up to be surprised. There is an underwater alien base six miles off the coast. Oh boy! Right there in Malibu, and there's uh, some photos that have surfaced recently uh, from a uh, podcast. I think it's Jimmy Church. Jimmy Church is uh, what is it called? Fade to Black. Oh yeah, he's on. Uh, I tried to do Coast to Coast again. Yeah, he fills in on Coast to Coast sometimes. Uh, I think our buddy Ryan Singer has even been on his show. On uh, Fade to Black. Yeah, right. but anyway, just to kind of give you a, a little timeline here, February seventh, nineteen eighty nine, right there in that area, uh, several eyewitnesses see a long, dark. Uh, we're going to call them USOs, uh, unidentified submerged objects instead of a UFO. They're okay, submerged sure, instead of flying. Sure. Somebody, uh, a bunch of people saw a long, dark USO surface out of the water uh, right there near Malibu. It floated uh, on top of the water for about 90 seconds before releasing about a dozen smaller UFOs. So this, this USO, uh, you know, sitting there floating and then... Boom, like 20 small. I guess at this point now they're UFOs because they flew off into the sky. Yeah. So the big object 
floating above the water. It's not a ship. It's not a submarine that right. they think. And then kind of just these smaller UFOs take off from it, uh, almost as if it's like a, uh, a UFO version of an aircraft carrier. So that happened in 89. Um, June 14th, 1992, uh, about 1030 at night, uh, several witnesses saw about 200 USOs come up out of the water and fly away. Really? How crazy is that? And uh, a little more than six miles off the coast, uh, I guess they call it Point Doom, mm-hmm. uh, they're in Malibu. Um, these, these photographs have surfaced from Google Earth, an unusual-looking structure. Uh, it's on the bed floor, on the floor of the ocean, um, based off these images of Google Earth. It's an oval-shaped object with a huge flat top, what appears to be pillars or columns underneath that seem to reveal like an entrance to a darker you know, inner place. It kind of looks like the L.A. Forum. Yeah, yeah. Underwater. And apparently it's about uh, about a mile, about 2,000 feet, not quite a mile underneath the surface. And uh, it just looks unnatural. It doesn't look like a natural geological creation. Um, look, it, I'm look at it in Google Earth. It looks a little too man-made. Um, some refer to this structure as a sycamore knoll, and uh, it's about two and a half miles wide. Uh, about a mile deep, and the ceiling is 500 feet thick. So that top part, that flat base part there, they, they think that, that just the ceiling, if you will, is about 500 how, feet how thick. How far off the coast do they think it is? Six miles. And right. uh, they think that the distance between those pillars, if you're looking at those pillars, this gives you an idea how big this damn thing is. I don't know how they – and you can see those pillars. They're not completely symmetrical. No, they're all Some, kind of goofed off. But uh, the average length between pillars is around 2,700 feet. So over a mile uh, – is that right? No, miles. Yeah, miles. Oh, fuck, I forgot. Oh, God, I forgot how, many feet, I forgot how many feet a mile uh, is. Two, I want to say 2,300 Yeah, I think feet? it's near 2,500 somewhere. Anyway, uh, 2,700 feet wide between those 5, pillars. 5,200. 5,200. Well, okay. Right. I don't know why I was thinking 2,500. So, yeah. Anyway. And uh, they think that those pillars are also 600 feet tall. So, if those uh, dimensions are correct, this is a gigantic structure right there off the coast of Malibu. I'm, I'm trying to investigate on this, uh, on the Google Earth. Mm-hmm. Six miles, eh? Yeah, six miles. Off of prime real estate, Malibu. Six miles. I can see how far I think six miles. I'm trying to find it just by looking at the map. Yes, uh, Discovery was made uh, a few years ago by this guy named Maxwell, another guy named Del Romero, and Jimmy Church, who, like I said, is a host of the Fade to Black uh, program on Dark Matter Radio. Um, they somehow discovered these photos uh, in May of 2014. Uh, of course... A lot of people, you know, with anything like this, there's going to be several people who, who want to call bullshit on it. Uh, earthquake geologist David Schwartz, for example, he states that the uh, alien base is most likely nothing more than part of a continental shelf, uh, further stating that he didn't see anything special in the pictures. Uh, this guy named Ben Hansen, a former FBI agent and expert on pictures and video, he, uh, he just warns that uh, people should be cautious uh, how they interpret Google Earth images. Uh, stating that they could be pieced together from different sources and can often be misleading. Um, but how <laughs> the satellite imagery of our whole planet <laughs> might be a little bit off. I mean, I see what they're talking about. I, I, I can find it right on the map right away. Mm-hmm. 
It's the only part that stays blurry and will come into view. Mm-hmm. I mean, it definitely looks... Well, okay, and what these people said, they saw something. Who, who, saw, who saw it? Who saw the stuff coming up? I don't know who specifically saw it. There was reports, those first two... Uh, people in Malibu on people, a Friday night? Yeah, people in Malibu. All wine drunk. <laughs> 1989 is the one where they saw something surface and then about uh, a dozen small UFOs fly up out of it. And then a couple of years later in 92 is when people saw 200 USOs just come out of the water. All right. I'm trying imagine? to think, well, okay, is there any kind of, uh, you know, a certain aircraft will shoot off flares uh-huh. to distract from it? Yeah. I that, mean, yeah. that wouldn't work, obviously, if you've got a torpedo coming. Mm-hmm. But if an aircraft was attacking a ship, mm-hmm. would a ship shoot off flares to uh, keep the rockets away? I'm no military expert. But look, you could see it. I mean, you could see the thing they're talking about right here. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. How, definitely d- how looks, deep is it? Um, well, I said almost a mile, but about half a mile then, about twenty five hundred feet mm-hmm. under the surface of the water. Nobody's dug around in there. That's my question. Why haven't we sent scuba divers down in there to poke how, around? How deep can scuba? Find out how you think they could go more than half a mile, right? Uh, I don't know. I've never been. You've never been scuba diving? I have not. Recreational diving, the maximum depth is 130 feet. Really? In technical diving, a uh, dive deeper than 200 feet is described as a deep dive. Okay. I don't know why I feet? thought. All right. That's not that far at all. They've been watching them movies. Wow. have been watching too many of these, uh, these movies. I don't know why I always thought, like, like when you see these nature docks and those scuba divers, I thought they were like yeah. a mile down or half a mile. But 130 feet, that's that's a little past first base. Just, that's pretty far. But water, though? Yeah. You ever just try to dive down with just pressure by yourself? That's like, true. I'm going to go to the 10 feet end. I'm going to mm-hmm. get something off the bottom. Yeah. You get up and it feels like your ears are bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I guess I right. never thought too much so about this. So half mile down. So that's why. Well, mm-hmm. then surely we can go down in there with some, you know, no, single man submarine. James, who, who made Titanic? James Cameron. James Cameron. He's got all kinds of shit. Yeah. Probably lives in Malibu, too. Well. Probably an abandoned set. He's probably making his own thing. He's like, I love him think it's a space. How far down is the Titanic? People go down there and root around, don't they? Not people. Little Little submarine deals? How far? Okay, all right. You got me doing a little research. poking around down there. How far down is Titanic? I don't think they got people down there. Oh, really? No fucking way. They're uh, twelve thousand five hundred feet. Oh lord. Yeah, that's that's a long way. No, that was the big thing. Is James Cameron invented the stuff to go down there? Yeah. Okay. Well, how about that shit? That. Oh wait. Uh, Trip to Titan. Okay, here we go. We're going to go. Here's a National Geographic bit for everybody. An <clears throat> uh, anniversary deep sea diving expedition will offer tourists. I get okay. Mm-hmm. I guess you can go down there. This is from April 8, 2012, by the way. As part of a $60,000 two week cruise, a pair of tourists can get shoehorned with a pilot into a tight. So you go down in a submarine. Okay. And that, I'm assuming that. Is what's adjusting your pressure. Uh-huh. Kind of the same to, way if you're in an airplane. Yeah, I guess the gradual... Yeah. I get, 
I mean, I'm talking out my ass. I don't know. I like snorkeling. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I guess. Uh... But this just leads me to the broader concept of underwater alien bases. What a if if I was a if I was an alien and I had my little UFO and I'm zipping around the galaxy, like what a great place. If you wanted to have something on Earth, I, I've always thought that this was a possibility, and I also like to pretend and, and entertain the concept of bases inside of mountains. Just yeah, that's kinda, very James Bond. I, yeah. would, I would give it more. I'd give more credibility to that's the government that has something mm-hmm. underwater. Okay, like some submarine accessible thing. Okay, rather than aliens, because why not have a secret like that's. Military. Except the only problem is then if you're if they find it, the whole thing's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, we can't use this ever again. Or it's a demo. You know they can't bury that. Like how are you going to construct it? But then you'd see people making it. You'd see them constructing it. Mm-hmm. Well, would you? Well, six was, miles off that, the coast. Yeah, yeah, six miles off the coast and a half a boats, mile down. Just people sailing and stuff. But I'll, 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 well, all right. Yeah, but, but what military bases over there? There's there's definitely uh, something over there in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Or near it. Speaking of which, uh, did you hear last week about the boat fire? Yeah, not far from where we're talking about. That was sad. Yeah, Santa Cruz Island, I think. That was. God. Yeah, I think that was a boat uh, full of divers. I think they were it, going on a diving expedition. It was they found out too much? Oh, man, it was. Uh, it is right over there. They were going to buy. They were by Channel Islands. Mm-hmm. But this uh, picture, like, we got to get back at these. Well, yeah, there's a okay. But I mean, I, I definitely. Ventura Naval Base, right up the one from there. Well, Oxnard, everything, it's all huge. Mm-hmm. Channel Island Naval Base. I mean, what the, What do the aliens have? Like, they've mastered water, too, so they're just going like, to. What's their strategic benefit of just being that close? If they're already dominant, just go f- sit somewhere else. You're six miles off the coast. If they don't need, if they got spaceships, where are they going to be so close to land? Yeah, where why they not be risk a... being discovered? Yeah, in an active fishing and boat traveled area, because that is that's all that's all Channel Islands, right out there. Let me see. Yeah, that is active. My... But the point is, they're so far down that none of that water traffic is going to interfere with what's going on that far down, right? If we can't even get, you know, scuba divers down there. Submarines, like I wonder how many submarines we got floating around the oceans, and how deep they go. How did they get the? Let me see. Uh, all right, how did they get 3D? I'm going 3D. That's just okay. So if this all stems just from somebody doing Google or 3D. Yeah. There's nothing else. Well, I, don't, uh, I mean, maybe they, maybe they were following up on the lead. Maybe they had heard. You know, I, I don't. I doubt that the Jimmy Church maybe, and these guys maybe's in this were just poking around. And oops, look what we found! I mean, all right, look at it. Look, I'm at Google Earth, right up Sycamore Cove Beach. That's it. That's uh-huh. what they're talking about yeah. right there. Okay, it's got little. It looks like the Coliseum from that side. Yeah, it looks like a giant mall. It does. It does. It does look like a, yeah, like a Roman Coliseum. So they're going structurally. They're still using stuff from the Romans. Mm-hmm. That's what we're saying. <laughs> But to me, it makes sense. If you believe, all right, 
Pretend you believe that UFOs exist and that they're I'm, flying around I'm, everywhere. Listen, of all the shit we talk uh-huh. about, that's the one I'm on board with. But what a great... Now, granted, I, I agree with you about they should probably be a little further out than six miles. But the ocean in general, and not just the ocean, by the way. I'm going to tell you some other stories about... Maybe the, they're humanoids the, the and they still lakes. like the nightlife. They still like the beach. Maybe, yeah. What's, but what's cheaper than buying beach from property? Buy property that's past the beach, <laughs> and you just come the other way. You surf in. But what a great place to hide is underwater in the oceans. In the Great Lakes, in the seas, and there's just, from the beginning of time, people have been seeing uh, lights coming up out of the water. Christopher Columbus had an experience where he saw well, he lied about everything else. So where he saw some lights coming up out of the water. It was way before airplanes even existed. This is right near. Uh, what does NAS stand for in militaristic terms? NAS, yeah, National Aquatic. Nope. Syndrome. Well, they're showing me a picture of an airplane, so. Yeah. Naval. NAS, maybe. All right. All right. But, I mean, there's, there's, uh, it's not network detached storage, you son of a bitch. There's, there's an, another report of a UFO base uh, under Lake Ontario. The Great Lakes. Which one's Ontario? Is that the one that uh, borders Cleveland? Well, I mean, you got me looking up a lot of stuff here, Dave. <laughs> <clears throat> what are how, how many Great Lakes are there? Five. Five. Here, uh, I want to just for my here on Superior, Michigan, Ontario. Here on Superior, there's like an acronym. Here on Superior, Erie. Here on Superior, Lake Erie. Michigan, Ontario, Erie. I think Lake Ontario is the furthest to the east. Mm-hmm. Let me check on the map. <clears throat> December. Yes, it is. It is the furthest to east, uh, bordering Toronto and northwestern New York. December twenty thirteen, MUFON published a report from a Hamilton resident uh, who claimed to have seen several strange glowing orbs. Hanging over Lake Ontario, he also claimed to have seen these orbs on the lake several times prior. And what's more, he believes that there is an alien base under the water. He's far from the first person to have made such an assertion. Uh, August 1981, five witnesses who were driving alongside Lake Ontario early one evening they saw a dome-shaped craft flying over the water. They followed the craft for some time before seeing it begin to descend and enter the water, disappearing from their sight. Perhaps these uh, stories of an underwater underwater alien base stem from the 1977 book The Great Lakes Triangle by Jay Gourley, who made note that many planes and people have disappeared over Lake Ontario, not to mention the many UFO sightings of the area. Naval Air Station is what NAS stands for, and that's Naval Air Station Point Magoo. And that's where this thing is right off. If, If we get a Naval Air Station, there's not aliens hiding six miles away from it. Why not? Because maybe that's why they're there, is to spy on the Naval Air Station. Okay, but somebody found it on Google Earth and not the U.S. military. Who's to say that they don't already know about it? They're not going to come out and tell us. But they'll let it just be there. Well, aliens are real. They're right a couple minutes away from the most expensive beachfront property in the United States. I'm, okay, I'll give it that maybe it has an, uh, a military function. Uh-huh. I'll give it that maybe it is um, maybe it's some sort of naval training idea 
naval hmm. like what, how do you train do they have training submarines yeah I'm not sure. you, you know i'm sure you got a trained yeah i i mean uh, there's a lot i'm I, i'm i'm taking my role as the skeptic here dave <laughs> and saying it's probably not a naval air if it's there again if they're air, if they're aliens why do they have to still go by the same sort of water pressure thing for like they got spacecraft they could just go to the deepest part of the ocean hideout why right there why not just pop up from the best hiding spot and then zip over and freak people out in the UFO? Maybe it's a gas mileage issue. That's not. Maybe they want to be closer. They don't want to travel all that, that way. That's. Uh, I could definitely see, land or water, I could see UFOs wanting to be near and... and why? Wanting to be near and, and to uh, run surveillance on military bases. They want to see what all they these planes... And... It's not a commuter issue. They came from outer space. <laughs> they already came from... They already came from all the way out. Now they're not trying to fucking... Uh, I don't want to deal with rush hour. But uh, you thought getting here from Mars was tough. You see the 405 on a Friday, buddy. Whoa, man. Okay, here's another thing. Can't explain me using a carpool lane. Thing Think... doesn't even have wheels. <laughs> Think about this. All right, all remember... Right. Remember we were talking about who was it? Uh, God, what was his name? Hall, the guy who worked in the in the uh, the base in, in Nevada, who worked hand in hand with uh, aliens. I get him sometimes confused with Phil Schneider. Anyway, one of those stories we we're talking about uh, no, the guy um, he he hypothesized that uh, what if aliens were Bob the, Lazar? What if aliens were the original inhabitants of this planet? What if these guys, these aliens, live under the water and maybe down even further? What if, what if they're not visiting from outer space? What if they've been here before mankind? And this is, this is one of their... And that's all they got left? What do you mean that's all they got left? There's one... No, no it's not. not, not the the garage. One. It's not the only one. I just told, you about the, just told you about the one in Lake Ontario. There's one in Lake Titicaca. <laughs> I mean, I can't... I... I can't make funny for that again. Lake Titicaca. It's never not going to be. Lake Titicaca borders uh, Peru and Bolivia. A lot of activity going down there. The ancient city of uh, Taiwanaku, considered to be one of the oldest cities in the world, sits on the southeastern shore of Lake Titicaca. Ufologists, uh, ancient astronaut theorists in particular, state the, the advanced level of agriculture, irrigation, and astronomy, as well as structures that suggest advanced building techniques, leads them to believe that an extraterrestrial race once resided there. So, like, it's like shitty Atlantis. Mm-hmm. Is it just is that what we're talking about, basically, then? Is Atlantis? <clears throat> yeah, well, Atlantis definitely could have been... Could have been inhabited <clears throat> by... Uh, but, yeah, okay, so underwater base of people that lived here before us, and then there's only a few of them left, and they live underwater. A few that we... There's no telling how many might be here. These are just the, the few that we speculate might be there. Supposed to be one uh, near Guantanamo Bay. I mean, I'll allow the idea of a weird underwater base. I don't think this shit that somebody found on Google Earth is. It doesn't even look. It, there's nothing about it. It's not like a circle. It's just an egg-shaped oval from the top. You don't think that looks like man-made or alien-made? No. I don't think that looks. I don't think nature made that. You're talking about these ridges here mm-hmm. on the kind of northeastern pointing edge of it. Those columns look too specific. They're not columns. It's just that waves cr- can create 
almost mathematical patterns in the sand. How do you know? Because I've been to the beach. Mathematical patterns. And in something as easily manipulated as sand. I want to see the next. I want to see a picture that's from a year before this photo and a year after this photo. Good if point. it's the same, if it's still the same, and we can rule out. I don't think there's uh, coral reef or anything that's off Southern California, but you know whatever. Or a piece of uh, you know a piece of land that broke off at some point. Again, like stating like the idea of a. Uh, uh, what would you say? The, the plates, the tectonic plates, mm-hmm. something that had broken off mm-hmm. millions of years ago, so it still has this weird sort of flat structure that belonged to part of the Earth. I, maybe it's residual like that. But I want to see a picture of this thing in a few years. Hmm. Okay. Well, this picture is from 2014, so maybe we should... Uh, so give me a new one. Try to get a new one five years Come later. Come on, nerds. Whip up a new one for me. Dude. Speaking of coral reef, speaking of nerds, I forgot to mention this last week when I was talking about when I went camping on the beach mm-hmm. in Oregon, but I ran across some, I guess, coral. Have you ever been up close to like a coral reef or coral itself? Yeah. And it's a living thing. Yep. And uh, it looked like a, a big series of buttholes. Pretty much. And when I, I touched it, it, it contracted. Yeah, it doesn't want you doing that. That's much like your butt- butthole. That's <laughs> okay. How many butthole? How many buttholes? You know, you poke, and they're just like, get on in here. I've never seen that up close. Like, a, you're technically not supposed to ever touch a coral reef. Really? Yeah, because uh, the, your oil, your your contact kills it. Oh shit! Well, sorry, dude. Well, you don't know that. Yeah, I'm just curious. Sorry, buttholes. Sorry, just ocean curious. butts. But yeah, man, that was weird. And a Kappa Island. That's where there's a coral reef. Let's see. Anna. Southern California. <clears throat> That's where you can go to see a coral reef is Anacapa Island, which is just a little ways. It's right by the thing. where that, That's where you say, this is what I'm saying. You can go see a coral reef as Santa Barbara and Anacapa Islands, and that's where that base thing is. Ah. It's right over nearby. Okay. Okay. Uh, I mentioned Guantanamo Bay. According to a former uh, U.S. Marine who served at Guantanamo Bay in the late 1960s, he claims there's an underwater alien base off the Cuban coast. Uh, Furthermore, he said the Marines claimed that uh, many of the UFO sightings uh, were captured on film, and uh, they captured Mm -hmm. uh, film of these strange objects going in and out of the water. they were, he also states that he and his colleagues were under strict instructions not to talk about any of the strange activity the witness there. Uh, the Marine claimed that the uh, craft he witnessed appeared to be made of a dull metal with a series of blue lights. When they would enter the water, the blue lights could still be witnessed but uh, would grow fainter and fainter, suggesting to him that whatever the object was, it was descending deeper into the water. So that's from Marine uh, stationed at Guantanamo Bay. Well, here, uh, that makes sense. Again, a, a, a military base. That's what, yeah, well, that's Robert Stanley, who's a UFO researcher, but also disagrees with the idea. It's like he, thinks, he thinks it's a red herring. He said this is some sort of weird distraction, and maybe because Point Magoo, which is nearby, is a very large, powerful naval base. Point they don't Magoo. want people to think of in terms of it being a secret military mm-hmm. base. Look, here's some dumb shit in the water. Lake Erie's the one that uh, sits near off the coast of Cleveland. The coast of Cleveland, does that make sense? 
Yeah, yeah Cleveland's Lake, on the side. Cleveland's on the Cleveland. 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 Lake uh, Bakel, Bakel, I'm sure I'm pronouncing that wrong. Uh, the ancient Lake Bakel in Siberia is said to be the deepest lake on the planet. has a history of UFO activity mm-hmm. as well as alleged sightings of aliens underneath the water by Russian military divers. Uh, this is the one where I think they got into a little fight with them. They got into a fight with some beings. These sightings date back to the Soviet era, Soviet era but since uh, the end of the Cold War, the reports have come into the public domain. Many of the accounts tell of a huge mothership hovering above the expanse water, and uh, even humanoid beings in strange, shiny suits climbing down from these ships to enter the water. No. No? Just just no. No. No, as soon as you describe aliens as the same shit that they just came up with in the 50s, I'm out. Dude, what if that's what the fuck everybody sees? They all have the same description. They all wear, they all wear shiny suits. Not all of them. These but creatures. Some of them. We're, we're already putting the idea that they need clothing. That's our, that's our concept as human being. Cover your genitals. They, we're, so we're agreeing that aliens are still from a puritanical background that they think expo- being nude is wrong. Hmm. We're going to call, we're gonna call uh, the indigenous people savages because they didn't know to cover their dick and balls when we found them. Mm-hmm. But aliens ne- neatly have a little jumpsuit on. Well, yeah, because they're more advanced. Then if you're advanced, you shouldn't have to have any clothes. I Personally, I'm pretty advanced. I think clothes are a waste of fucking time. <laughs> Former Soviet naval shame. officer. These, these things have shame. I'm going to believe these creatures can tr- interdimensionally travel, but still know what shame is. What if, what, if it's, what if their suits aren't necessarily for clothing purposes? What if, what if it has another function that maybe their regular skin or whatever does not? I think it's. I think we're putting. Anytime there's human characteristics on aliens, I get suspect. Hmm. Unless we go with the theory that yeah, they're advanced people. But again, if they're advanced, clothes would be long gone. Hmm. You'd have a button that you could just change the color of your skin so people wouldn't see your genitals. All right. Speaking of this, uh, I'm sure I'm pronouncing uh, B A I K A L. Bakel. Bakel. Yeah, yeah, that's about right. All right. Former Soviet naval officer and ufologist Vladimir Hazargar. Claimed to have leaked top secret files relating to an incident in 1982. He stated that military divers who were on standard training exercises in the area witnessed a huge underwater craft that moved with a speed they had never seen before. Several days later, the story took an even more bizarre twist when divers witnessed several strange beings under the water. They wore shiny suits and what appeared to be small advanced oxygen masks. According to the alleged leaked documents, the unit was ordered to capture these strange creatures. When they attempted to do so, they were fought off with what appeared to be advanced sonar wave weapons that ultimately killed three of the seven divers. The remaining four, now terrified and injured from their attempts uh, to detain the strange crew, they retreated and made their report to their superiors. So these... They got in a fucking battle with underwater aliens. So, again, aliens come all the way here, but they can still breathe our air, but can't breathe underwater. There's, I mean, come from a planet absolutely similar to ours. They have organs. They're 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 uh, biologically made up just like us. Uh Yet they've invented UFOs and can't communicate. The aliens, and I'm talking myself out of believing in aliens, and I'm fucking pissed about that. But they're going to come here. They can do all this other advanced shit. Uh-huh. 
but they're still just human beings that don't know how to translate another language. Well, who 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 said that? Who said they can't? They never they'd be talking to us. They're so advanced. They already come. I read some of those earphones that they're inventing that you, that you put on and will translate languages for you. Hmm. We'll hear the language translate into the one you want to translate it to. Oh, that's a great idea. That's what we're getting around to. Yeah. We should send them to the aliens because they're coming down here just all fucking bleep floor, whatever, and then fighting us. Oh, man. Maybe they don't want to communicate with us because they don't want to get too close because they know they're going to have to execute us all. So that's why they're not like, don't, don't, don't learn about their lives. It'll get too personal. I like to think that they, I like the uh, theory that they are the original, original inhabitants of Earth. But they've been here for millions of years. They got them a sweet little pad over in Malibu. It's the size of fucking Yankee Stadium. There wasn't a Malibu millions of years ago. What do you mean? That land existed, probably. Not as, I mean, I know there were coast. I know there weren't coastline. condos and shit over there, but uh, this coastline tectonic plates pulled it all apart. Yeah, well, then maybe they were out further. Maybe that answers your question. Maybe maybe they built the base. A hundred miles off the coast, and then over time, they drifted yeah, that six miles. Yeah, my question. Mm-hmm. Their, their building survived millions of years of tectonic shifting. Yeah. Why not? I don't know, man. These pictures, I mean, I'm no uh, whatever, but that just it doesn't look very natural to me. Look how s- smooth and, and the circle there on top. It's not circle, but you know, whatever oval. That just smooth. That, it's the ocean. Things get smooth, man. Well, look at all the bullshit around it. I'm saying, I look, bet how, you that's look some, how different it looks. I bet you maybe that's some sort of rock feature, like a granite or a marble or something. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't know what's indigenous. What could be there? But some sort of rock feature that just like, like think about Arches National. Park and mm-hmm. how that stuff got worn down by, True. by you know by weather and wind. Okay, this could just be the ocean, and that's how it affects this particular piece of rock as opposed to the stuff that's around it. So it looks unique given its surroundings. But if you had a whole coastline of this type of rock, well, remember too, we're not just going off of these photographs. There's been fucking doc- four wackos who looked at these photographs. Documented reports of in this exact same area. Things, fly, lights well, flying up out of the water. It just means somebody wrote it down. That doesn't add any more well, no, credibility just, no, to I, it. I know that, but I'm saying it. We're not going just off these photographs. There's been reports of people seeing shit in this exact same area. Just people in Malibu. Well, who else would they be? I don't trust people. From you don't Malibu. trust people in Malibu? No. Disconnected. <laughs> not in touch with reality out in Malibu. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I just don't know. All I'm saying is... You sure don't. (laughs) All I'm saying (laughs) is if I was was an alien, I would, would, you know, and I wanted to be on Earth or near Earth to observe what we're doing, what better place to hide out under the water. If you were an alien, you would just be here trying to find out if Bigfoot's real. Like, you're an alien. Yeah, but that's not the point. I'm trying to find Bigfoot. But what... Hiding in plain sight, man. You know, the ocean. It's not plain sight. It is plain sight. It's the half ocean. a mile underwater. But, I mean, it's right there near Malibu is what I'm saying. You're right here. You're on Earth, but you're, you're in a, a part of Earth that 
very few people go to, which is deep down into the oceans. But, I mean, I, I, I've always thought that there's no telling what's going on down in the ocean. We know so little. We know, so, I mean, we've yet to, I mean, think about this, like, talking about Bigfoot, like, one of my arguments for Bigfoot is there's so much uh, uninhabited landmass in North America that the average person or any person's hardly ever explores or goes to. Now, think about that same concept, but in the fucking ocean. Well, I, what better place to hide if you I, were I do, a UFO? I do agree. Yeah, I do agree. But then you got the whole ocean. Yeah. So, again, unless these... Spacecraft are still subject to a sort of pressurization mm-hmm. that they haven't figured out, and that's why they got to do it in shallower water. <clears throat> I wonder if there's like a terminal pressure, like there's terminal velocity when something starts falling, it'll reach a speed that it won't go faster than. If there's uh-huh. like a terminal pressurization of like you get to a certain depth, and that's the most pressure you'll experience. Huh. I don't know if there is or not, but... You know, like if, if you're 200 feet or 2,000 feet, that's the most pressure that that a certain substance can withstand. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I'm trying to put some science on these think goddamn about spaceships. This. Think about this, what too. About All right. That? Maybe they're so close to the shore, <laughs> six miles. They love that seafood. What if there's tunnels? Love Neptune's net. What if there's tunnels to other uh, tunnels. land bases? There's always tunnels. What if they're building tunnels to the Denver International Airport? And they're like, hey, we need to be a little bit closer because, uh, you know, all these supplies and shit. Yeah. You know what? Since we're already going to travel thousands of miles across land, Mm -hmm. we should move our underwater base a couple feet closer to the coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's like moving, you know? It's like uh, you want to back that. When you're moving out of your apartment... You know, do you want to back the truck? You up. back the truck up close to the doors. You can. You don't park it way out in another neighborhood, and then you got to carry a goddamn recliner on your head, like a indigenous woman going to the village to get water. You know, that's that's a long trek, man. You want to get that shit close to wherever you need to be. Yeah, man. Shave off a few minutes mm-hmm. on the commute. Yeah. Well, I don't, all right. I'm gonna again. Compelling evidence we do not have. <laughs> These pictures are neat, though. These are real pictures from Google Earth. These aren't. They're, they're, you know. What did one. So one person sat here and went as scanning every little corner of Google Earth of the water. No, dickhead. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, I don't think that they. That Jimmy Church and these guys just were just blindly checking Google Earth. I'm saying. There's reports from 89, from 92, that this, there's been sightings of USOs in this area, and they were like, hey, let's look at Google Earth in that area, and oh, shit, look at this. Did they look at it in the other areas? I mean, I'm sure they looked at a lot and of they places. they found nothing? So this is why the one flat spot we can theorize about, <clears throat> we're going to get a fucking hard on over? Yeah, man. How mm. great would that be if this is true? How great... How amazing. How, how far are we from Malibu right I'll now? Look at Google Earth. 15 miles? Yeah. Kyle, we are sitting 20 miles from an alien base. How great is that? I mean, we're you, sitting. You don't think that's we're cool? We're sitting two miles from Universal Studios, and they got some pretty cool shit over there. 
We're 20 miles away from an alien base. I'm gonna, I'll find another one of these just looking at Google Earth right now. Yeah. I'll find another one of these goddamn things. So excited about. <laughs> There's all kind of weird stuff. Uh, I don't have time to get into it right now. In the Baltic Sea, they uh, they found um, a 140,000 year old thing that looks like the Millennium Falcon. The bottom of the Baltic Sea. So, who? I don't know who specifically. Another guy it. with Google Earth. No, like. Uh, well, no, I don't guess. No, I was going to say. Uh, scuba divers, but yeah, I've already. But look at heard. anything on Google Earth. Look at this. Look at this. Okay, <clears throat> right. This is off the coast of. This is just me looking around. This is off the coast uh-huh. of. Uh, basically, Central America. Uh huh. But look at all these lines. Now, is this because of a cobbled together Google Earth image, or does that look like an airport right under there, under the water, right there? Look at that. Flat streaks that, that look does like look a, like an airport. Large lines going through. Yeah. What is this? Are, this, are these, are these um, fiber optic lines that have been laid on the ocean floor? What are these things? There's giant... You may just cracked another case, Kyle. I didn't, because Google Earth, there's a bunch of weird shitty images on Google Earth in the ocean. If you look in the ocean, it's hard to tell what any of these lines are. Because, Google, again, give me an updated Google Earth photo. Take another picture of that same place... And if it looks exactly the same, I'll mm-hmm. concede that it's not just sand. Okay. Well, how can we do that? How do we? Do you know how to operate Google Earth or where we can look at it right now? No, they just update it when they update it. I mean, they, uh, they update the Google Maps all the time, but Google Earth, what do they got to do? Mm. They just got to be like, here's your Earth, and then everybody accepts that. Mm. <clears throat> I wonder how the flat earthers feel about looking at Google Earth when get pissed mm. off. I wonder if there's any still left. Are there still flat earthers left? That's something we need to revisit. I don't think we do. It's a fascinating I think topic. That, I, I, think it's, I think the idea that somebody believes that's fascinating. Yeah. I could even give some, like a shred of concession to the moon landing uh-huh. ding-dongs yeah. about why there'd be a reason. But uh-huh. the, the flat, even in that movie where the guy proves himself wrong. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I think, I, it's just, I think it's just edgelord shit, you know? It's just the 15-year-old being like, Murder's cool. Like people that are into serial killers, like, like you're just you're excited that you're annoying people. <laughs> you don't think you have the truth. You're just ex- you're just getting you're the shitty kid that's like getting attention, regardless of if, if it's good or negative. Yeah, the, yeah. There's probably some of that going on. There's there. a little bit of like, sorry, man. You know, th- it's the Trump thing. Nope, I'm right. Absolutely, you're not. Here's the facts. Doesn't matter. I'm right. <laughs> Dude. I think that's the kind of thing. Dude. Okay. We don't do a lot of politics on here. No, I think the, everybody knows where we stand. The thing this week with the hurricane. <clears throat> no, we got, a, we got a fucking retard for a president. Here's the thing. That's what we have. President Trump. All right. N- no one expects him to be a meteorologist or a, you know, a weather expert. And it's fine. Here's the thing. It's fine if you goofed. It's fine if you said, oh, yeah, it's probably going to hit Alabama, and then the, the smart people go, Mr. President, it's not going to hit yeah. Alabama. Oh, shit, you know what? My bad. It's not going to hit out. Al- Say my bad every now and then. Admit when you're wrong. It's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's just, nope, nope, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. He's insane. That's a crazy person, right? 
And this is a, this no. goes beyond where I stand politically. But a person who is never wrong. No, he's mentally unfit. Like that's a, uh, there's some issues there. Yeah, and I don't. Yeah, I don't. Neither of us like dwelling on this. I think we. I had one person reach out, like, listen, I think you know what he says gets him in trouble, but he's actually done that. Like, no. You, there's no, you, you, there's not a single argument in this world that's going to convince me that Trump's a good president. So don't contact me about it. You're not. I, I don't have ears big enough to open to hear that side of things. But that at that point, I just laugh at it and I move on. I just laugh and move on. This fuck, like the sad part is he got elected. The sad part is yeah. people thought that was a good idea. I'm fascinated with somebody right now still going. He's doing a good job. Yeah. I'm fascinated with whoever that individual could still be. That's like, oh, that's a leader of America. Do you really think that this is leading to a successful future for our country? Is this fucking dipshit? Like, just, I'm not, I don't want to infect my day with thinking about that. Let me ask you one more question. Do you think he literally took a magic marker and altered that map? Yeah, why not? That's a crazy person. You're our why, president. He's like, he's like if Judah Friedlander was president. Yeah. And that's not a knock on Judah Friedlander, but his character on yeah. stage, what do you do? Better yeah. than that. Yeah. Yeah. Good pilot, an astronaut. There was like, some, that's his character on stage, and it's funny, but that's who is leading our country. I shared something on Facebook. It's, and I try Are we to stay losing away. listeners? I fucking hope so. I try to stay away from oh. that. But there, somebody cobbled together, uh, edited together a, uh, a clip of where he's like, nobody knows more about blank than I do. And it's yeah. like 30 different things. Nobody knows more about technology than I do. Nobody knows more about air travel than I do. Nobody knows more about taxes. Like, you're insane. You're not expected to be uh-huh. the world's smartest man. And guess what? It's perfectly fine. Nobody would have had a problem if he said, hey, it's going to hit Alabama. And then a day later, he's like, oh, you know what? I was mistaken. Again, My bad. Again, would you trust a guy that talked like that if he was going to fix your car? Nope. Nobody knows more about carburetors than I do. Yeah. Ask around. I know the most about carburetors. Yeah. Nobody knows more about air conditioning units. I know the, I know the most about... With no and, evidence to back up yeah, your claims. And all, yeah, and also, what did you do before this? I hosted a TV show. Yeah. That's that, what you did. I hosted a TV show. And 30 failed and I businesses. Put, I put several other uh, auto shops out of business, and I wasn't a mechanic. Yeah. I was just the business owner of auto shops, yeah. and I ran them to the ground. Now I'm the mechanic... Would you let that guy fix your car? No. No, I would not. And again, I don't. Uh, yeah, I got. I was at that point, like I could, like we were saying before, I could understand why some single issue things would get people to vote for him. This or that, and I but. get that. Yeah, I get it. You, I've said this before. If, if you voted for him because you thought Hillary's uh, uh, financial stuff was going to put your farm out of business or put your, yeah. your business, like, pl- I get that. Please review us as being coastal liberals. <laughs> yeah. Please, please tell us we're disconnected. Coastal, the coastal, we're the yeah. coastal elite. Yeah, Dave. I'm the coastal elite. Yeah, Dave, you're the semi-retarded guy from Georgia. Used to live in a van, <laughs> but I got fucking sense enough to know this guy's a moron. That's uh, that's uh, yeah. We don't uh, we don't have to, everybody should know where we stand on that. But it's just, uh, and, and again, I know we don't like talking too much about it. But it's just if every- there was a cabal, if there was some secret, you know, this it, Trump being president makes me believe there's no shadow government. Every day it's something new, man. Every day it's something new. Or maybe that's the best. Maybe that's the best reason for a shadow government. Like, oh man, look how upset people are with this guy. We could do whatever we want over here. Yeah. 
we could do all this sneaky shit. Because this fucking idiot, man, they are just, they cannot stop taking the bait. <laughs> or, if it's, or if it's a Russian thing, look, they've done it. They've, uh, they've, they've turned our uh, democratic process into an absolute joke. Mm-hmm. Good job, Russia. Yeah. Maybe that's, that's what I was saying before. Maybe it's Putin. Like He's like, well, nope, i got to deal with the aliens. That as long as I can get uh, Earth to collapse and all these nuclear weapons and Earth will be, uh, America will be in shambles and this or that, then they take me up to the ship, I live a good life, and then they could use the rest of you for batteries. <laughs> you know, maybe that's the shadow government if they've made a deal with the aliens already. Like, ah, it's just America keeps getting in the way. Like, don't worry, I got this one. Watch yeah. this. President Trump. Ah, look, they're all, it's a fucking shit show. All right, cool. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, man. Anyway. Well, let's wrap this bastard up. I didn't mean to go well, off on that, but uh, it's, it, it's just mind-blowing. No, it blows it is, my fucking it mind. Is, uh, it's truly laughable that someone would still uh, agree. I know plenty of people that would. Anyway. I, I don't, so. Oh, shit. We have a phone call. All right. Well, All right. What do we got? All right. Uh, let's, let's plug this. Hey, Boogie Monster Live. High Plains Comedy Festival coming up uh, September 28th. That's a Saturday. Just uh, announced today, 5 o'clock. Uh, it'll be me and Kyle. And we've got three wonderful guests. Sam Talent, who I love. Amy Miller's awesome. Chris Garcia, who's great. Uh, so that's going to be fun. Tickets available right now at highplainscomedyfestival.com. And uh, I don't know how much they are. They can't be too much. No. 15 bucks. High, high Plains is a good Fifteen good bucks. Time, Tons of great shows. You're doing a, like a headlining show there on what? Uh, I, do, I just saw the schedule. Yeah, you're doing Thursday something. Night. I'm Thursday on a bunch Friday of shows, night. so that's going to be fun. But I think you can buy like uh, whole packages to the entire festival, or you can just buy uh, individual show tickets. And, uh, yeah, come see the Boogie Monster live Saturday 28th. <clears throat> yeah, come on out, you dumb jerks. Anything else to plug? Uh, I'll be a comedy addict first week in October. Oh, nice. In Bloomington, Indiana. Oh, Bloomington. One of the best clubs in the country. I'll be in Colorado on the 21st uh, doing some weird campground show. Uh, I don't think there are tickets, uh, advanced tickets yet, but if you go to canyonsidecampground.com, uh, that's not too far out of Fort Collins. I think it's about 10 miles uh, northwest of Fort Collins. Canyonside Campground, September 21st. I'll be doing a show there. So, uh, yeah, come holler at me there. Uh, real quick, Comic of the Week, a uh, good buddy of mine uh, from Atlanta, now in New York. I think he actually might be here in L.A. now. Uh, Rob Hayes, a uh, great comedian, just put out, uh, I think, his first album, Hayesopedia, and that's Rob Hayes with a H-A-Z-E. Rob Hayes uh, started in Atlanta, just fucking hilarious, and dude's doing big things. I think he's got a couple late-night spots under his belt. Dude, uh, big stuff. He's on a show now on IFC called uh, Sherman Showcase. I think he's a writer and an uh, actor on that. Uh, really funny shit. I've seen a couple episodes of that. But great new album. I listened to it today. Very funny. Hazopedia, Rob Hayes, Comic of the Week. Check him out, and uh, I'm sure you will dig that shit. All right, man. Uh, holler at your boys. Uh, Boogie Monster Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Patreon, four bucks a month. You get the Q&A. You get the uh, Dave's Kitchen and or Dave's Record Room. Uh, Patreon.com slash Boogie Monster. We'll see you guys next week. The Boogie Monster.
a podcast network.